connected. start of our radio career. This is azradio.live with our very first podcast with Captain Kirk as preempting. Here we go. <laughs> hey, welcome all you triathletes, swimmers, riders, and runners, newbies, and tent timers, eight-hour finishers, or 16-hour survivors. We're age group gurus doing the homework, gathering the insights, answering the questions to make us all a little faster, fitter, and fresher in triathlon training. And on race day, I'm your host, Steve Harper, with Multisport Mojo and Tri-Gear Guru. And alongside is my good friend, uh, Ironman certified coach, Kirk Taylor. Kirk, say hi. Woo-woo. Yeah. We're, uh, we're both age groupers, Ironman, uh, triathlon, marathon vets, uh, and uh, everything else, multi-sport in between. We're here to get you from start to finish. So remember to like us on Facebook at Multisport Mojo. That's all one word where you can weigh in and ask questions and we'll answer them in upcoming podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at hashtag Multisport Mojo or you can go to TriGearGuru for more content, insights, and great prices on everything triathlon. We'd also like to thank our sponsors, TriHard Triathlon Coaching, specializing in getting you across the finish line in your first triathlon and beyond. You can contact them at TriHard Coaching on their Facebook page. Yep. We'd also like to thank uh, azradio.live, your home for independent music artists. Discover them here and promote the betterment of your community. Really, really good stuff. We're broadcasting live from the palatial studios of Big Mike's Recording Studio, headquartered in Scottsdale, Arizona. We need If you need to record an album, broadcast a radio show, polish up your blogs, Facebook live feed, or even report, record a podcast, contact Big Mike's Recording Studio at azradio.live. Dot live and get all the polish of a professional recording studio at a price that fits your startup budget. Okay. Hey, we're live. This is a podcast numero uno. Super uh, exciting. Many, many, many to come. Super this, exciting. Uh, it's been a long time in the work. So, so, uh, uh, everything good. This is, this is, uh, this is pretty killer in here. Yeah. We've got, uh, we've got a pretty sweet setup right here. Yeah. It is yeah. Big, big, huge, uh, shout out to Jimmy Lee Boggs and azradio.live. He's pretty much, um, you know, been the driving force behind this whole project, which has enabled us to be able to bring this podcast to you. So super grateful for Jimmy, super, super excited. And I'm very flattered to be here with Steve. Steve is a, uh, when he says guru, that's what he means. He, the guy knows his stuff. He knows the gear. He knows, uh, he knows what it's all about. He knows what it's like to go from uh, your very first triathlon to an Ironman and, and beyond. So, yeah, very exciting to be here. It's rainy outside. It's You know, I'll tell you what, I've got, uh, I'm sitting next to a for real certified Ironman coach. Oh, boy. Who's been my, uh, who's been, who's coached me, who's coached a lot of people. We've been running buddies, triathlon buddies for a long, long, long time. Uh, and on a rainy day, just give me some, uh, we're here, uh, we're going into the afternoon. Give me what we could do on a rainy day uh, workout. Well, so, you know, <clears throat> we had talked about biking over here, which would have been fun because it's about, I don't know, 17, 18 mile ride one way. So it would have been a nice little ride over here. We'll, I'm sure we'll do it at some point, but it started raining and we decided to chicken out and drove. But when it's raining, it's a great day to hop on your spin bike. So are we ready for a little training plan? <laughs> For your spin, give us give me a spin bike plan for a rainy day. So today. so this is this is a great um, this is a great spin workout. I, th I I do this all the time. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to divide up your ride into 15 minute segments. All right. So it's a 15 minute loop that you're going to go through as many times as you want. So and the 15 minutes, you're going to divide into five minute increments. So your first five minutes is a pretty quick up tempo spin. It's not no resistance. You don't want to be that lady at the gym that spins at 150 RPM and is, you know, generating a hundred Watts. You, you want to, you want a little something on that dial just so you're not freewheeling. Uh, that's your first five minutes and you, you want to, you want to get your heart rate going. You're not at, you know, you're not at 80 or 90%, but you want to be a, a good 70%. Your next five minutes is a seated climb. So you're going to crank, a, a crank up the resistance a bit. It needs to be a little bit more challenging to get the pedals around. You're probably going to be sitting at this point, maybe at, uh, I don't know, 80 RPMs, something uh, 70, 80 RPMs, something like that. So it's a seated climb. Your last five minutes are out of the saddle. So you're really going to crank up the resistance. You're up, you're working. Um, and then the, so that five minutes is a, is a standing climb. And the last minute of that climb, so you kind of got to keep a, an eye on your watch as you're going. When you've got one minute left, so you're at the 14-minute mark now, and you're, you're good and warm, and you should be sweating by this point, you really crank the resistance, and you go all out for that last minute. And I will count reps, and so I'll do at least 60 hard revolutions. Mm. And then maybe on the next 15 minutes, I'll do 70 in that last minute and then 80, 90, whatever you want to do, or you can just keep it to 60, however many, whatever you can get um, out of that last minute. And then obviously you're at the, you reach the top of the hill and you're back in the saddle. You take the resistance off and, it, and it's a little bit of a recovery for the next five minutes. And you're just going to repeat that 15 minute loop as many times as you'd like. I, I got in a good, um, 90 minutes this morning. It was a great ride. I watched the first episode of Making a Murderer. Yeah. Really fun. <laughs> Workout, sweat. Great programming. A little, a little movie watching. Yeah. Documentary. You know, tell me about it. Is it is it helpful? I know a lot of people listen to music or don't like to listen to music. Is it helpful when you're on your spin bike watching a movie? Does it help the time go by? Can you stay focused? What do you do? I don't have a spin bike. Oh, yeah. So when I'm so when it's raining, I'm out there, man. I'm getting soaked. But I've got headphones. I've got my Beats, and I'll put a podcast on, or I'll uh, listen to music. Absolutely. You know, I think it helps the time go by. So that's a, that. That may be a topic we'll want to address at some point, yeah, yeah. whether you're riding with headphones or not. Hmm. Um, your spouse may not be too crazy about that idea. <laughs> um, obviously, it, it's if you're planning uh, on doing an Ironman branded race, whether it's a 70.3 or a full, um, you're going to want to train a lot. Of, you're going to need to put in a lot of miles without anything in your ears. Yeah, to get used to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, obviously you're not allowed to have headphones in. Right, right. Um, but when I'm on the spin bike at home, oh yeah, they're better. I, the, the TV's on. Something to keep in front of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the scenery gets pretty boring pretty you, quick. You, what I want to know is how do you catch all the sweat? Where's the sweat? When you're inside, oh. you got the spin bike in your living room. Do you That's towel a great up? question. Are there blankets all over? Are, are you covering the sofas? Because I've seen you sweat. <laughs> I know it's got, and I'm spin bike in uh -huh. the, uh, you know, yeah, it's it gets 72 wet. in there. It gets wet. So uh, I've got my spin bike in my room, in our bedroom, 
and there's an extra piece of carpet, a big, huge piece of carpet uh, under the bike. Yeah. Of course, I've got towels. A lot of people will do yoga mats, uh. you know, throw down some yoga mats, towels. Obviously, you want to try to keep the uh, puddles to a minimum that are forming on your floor. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a uh, it's a no walk by zone when you're spinning, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of that, there are times we've we've got little ones at home and there there have been a number of occasions, you know, where the three year old walks into the room and you're sitting there on the spin bike and who knows how hot that flywheel gets, right? Damn. And uh, they want to come up and and you start yelling, Get away from the bike, <laughs> step back from the bike, don't get any closer. Dad, anyway. we've got donuts. So far, we haven't lost any fingers. Knock on wood. No, that's good. Well, yeah. good. All right. Well, there's your there's your rainy day workout. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, every podcast we're gonna have a topic uh, that we want to talk about. We've got the pro that can uh, that can give us some insight, and then we'll we'll bounce it around back and forth. Today, we want to talk about your first triathlon. And if you go to our Facebook page at Multisport Mojo, uh, we want you to weigh in on your experiences in your first triathlon. And so we thought what we'd talk about is. Yeah, uh, some of the expectations. You know what? Uh, if this is your first triathlon, and if if you're doing an Ironman, if you're doing a full if for your first triathlon, <laughs> you know that that's that. Now you're in heady heady company. But that's off to you, right? Right. So so what were you expecting? Uh, how did you do? Uh, what did you learn? And uh, how did that impact race number two? So I want to bounce that at you, Kirk. Uh, your first. Tell me about your first triathlon. I'll tell you about mine. And, uh, and let's talk about that. Let's talk about, because what I think, what I think uh, age groupers who listen to this uh, that we all want to learn from is, uh, is, is listening to somebody else's experience. You and I have both uh, bounced around a ton of questions. You t- once you say, I'm doing a triathlon, you get a couple of different responses, right? You get people that say, oh, oh, oh my gosh. I'm like, Iron Man, holy smokes, you get that. And then you start to find people to ask uh, questions of what, what was it like? How did... You know, what, how late did you finish? You know, what did you do for nutrition? How much did you work out? How much time did it take? Was it four months or eight months? Did it take you a year? Did you have to lose weight? I mean, there's, what kind of bike did you ride? You, you're so much to talk about in your first triathlon. So tell me about your first God. triathlon and what you thought and what got you into this? Cause I think it's a great story. Well, I, um, so many, many years ago. So for me, this was uh, 2002. Um, I had been working for five years as a stockbroker slash financial advisor. I'd put on all kinds of weight and I finally got sick of it and decided that's enough. I'm, I'm, I had a goal of 300. I didn't quite get there. Had a final weigh in December 31st, 2002 at 279. So, you know, everybody's got a dream. I, I came close to mine. Well, donuts. yeah, Not enough. I, I, I believe me, I ate as much as I could. <laughs> And, um, well, anyway, that following year started running. I, I just committed to run three days a week and I'd go out and even if it was no more that first mile, that first day, New Year's day, just about killed me. And, um, so that was that first year and, and the weight just really started to fall off. I was very careful about what I ate and how much I ate and, uh, was, was down a good 80 pounds a year later. And, um, wow. yeah. And, and, there was a guy I went to church with that said, you should run a marathon. You should do a marathon. So I went and did a half marathon. That was pretty exciting. That was about a year after I'd started losing the weight. And and then... Um, How are you feeling right now? At that point? Yeah. Oh, 
top of the world it's night and day yeah yeah it was uh transformative really i mean it was kind of like having your life back you know yeah and uh, so then um so later that summer i did a full marathon and i also thought you know i've always wanted to do a triathlon i have got to do a triathlon i've always wanted to so i signed up for uh the triathlon down in rocky point mexico and uh how did you find out about that uh, just online, yeah. just doing searches for triathlons. Yeah. It yeah. was uh, a spring triathlon. I did this uh, half marathon here in Phoenix in January. It was actually the inaugural um, PF Changs, huh. which was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, this was back in the day, you know, when a lot of races were, were um, you know, <laughs> a lot of people creating races and events. Anyway, uh, first triathlon down to Rocky Point. We drove down the day before. It was raining cats and dogs. I mean, just absolute downpour. We get into town, uh, hunkered down in the hotel room. Next morning, head out to the the marina and the hotel, and everything is just wet, sopping wet. As a matter of fact, they had to delay the race start because it was still dumping rain. So we all huddle in this little cabana. Um, I'm nervous as all get out. I'm wearing a, uh, my wetsuit for the day was a wakeboarding suit. So I'm in, you know, some cheap $50 wakeboarding suit. That was all I could afford. I figured it'd be good enough. Short sleeves yeah, yeah. and, you know, went yeah. down to the knees. Yeah. Um, and so finally we get our, make our way out to the beach and, uh, you know, gun goes off and we all run, start take off and, and we're in the water and I'm feeling, Hey, all right, I'm doing pretty good. It might've been a, so I'm out there swimming and, I remember uh, kind of up and down in the surf, which was weird. Um, and I, I remember glancing to to one side and I see this group of like hardcore triathletes and arms are just flying everywhere. And I'm thinking, wow, wow. I suck. This is really <laughs> bad. That's, that's, that's what I'm supposed to look like. And I don't know what I look like over here. Something, not that. Well, anyway, get out of the water, get into transition. I had a whole change of outfit. So it takes a while to get the wakeboard suit How off. long is this triathlon, by the way? It's an Olympic distance. Okay. All right. Olympic distance. And I had a goal. I thought I can do this in, in three hours or less. Yeah, yeah. So I really wanted to come in under three hours. Right. I was very, very determined to come in under three. Uh, so you come in. Yeah, and my wife is yelling and screaming screaming at me in transition, hurry up, you know, because she's seen everybody come flying in, tear off the wetsuit and just jump on the bike and go. And yeah. here I am putting on my cycling jersey, <laughs> putting on my biking pants, getting the socks on, getting the shoes on, get the sunglasses on, get the helmet on, get the helmet buckled. And about 20 minutes later, I'm ready to get on the bike. So I take off on the bike again, the streets are muddy and wet and it's just nasty. And I've only practiced on arrow bars. I don't even know if I practiced. I had just had the arrow bars put on for this event. And so I'm out there, you know, trying to figure out how to use these things. We get back in, there's this massive puddle we ride through, which honestly makes for one of the coolest triathlon photos. I've ever. seen that picture. It's super cool. Because uh, they positioned a photographer right there at that puddle that you have to ride through <laughs> at the end. Um, and then once again, I get back into transition and it's a whole new change of outfit. Yeah. 
Take off the cycling jersey, get on the run shirt, the run shorts, the shoes, is the ham screaming. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, wife's on the sidelines. Come on, go, go, go. And I'm thinking, would you just relax? I've, I've, I have, I need to get this stuff on. How are you feeling? I was excited. I'm, I'm, were you I gassed was, or were you? No, like, no, I'd been, I had a good half marathon. I was yeah. in pretty decent shape. My, the training at that point was, I, I was pretty serious about the training by yeah. then. Um, so I, I was working, you know, pretty hard, and and I was right. on track oh. to do a sub three. It was looking like yeah, that was long transitions. Still, it, it was it was going to be possible. So get out there on the run, six miles. It's up and down this hill, and it was a pretty cool run, I have to say. And I come in, and it's three oh three on the clock. Oh, I was I was. Were you were, were you? Were so I was elated? excited to finish the first. I was yeah. excited to finish the first yeah. triathlon. Like, wow, right. I did, did this. It. I actually did a triathlon. I swam in the ocean. I did, you know, yeah. wow, I did this. But I was so mad. Oh. I was so mad for three minutes. And and Pam afterwards, my wife says, hey, if you had done, you know, if you'd hurried it up in transition, you would have come in <laughs> under three hours. I was trying to get you to go and you just, yeah, uh. took way too long. So that was my first. It was the Olympic distance down in Rocky Point. They still do a, a, a Rocky Point try. It's a, it's a much better swim and much better course these days than it was yeah. uh, 16 years ago. Yeah, yeah. But it was cool. It was it was a great experience. So yeah. a lot to learn. There's plenty to talk about. But now let's let's talk about your first well, triathlon. Listen, my first triathlon was, you know, I I when I when I started thinking about triathlons, I'd been a marathon runner for a long, long time, long time marathon runner thought. So I thought, I got triathlon. Uh, this is way out of my league. So uh, I used to work at Intel and a project took us over to Kona. We wanted, uh, we were trying to, it's when Wi-Fi was just coming up and out and it was a whole new big thing. So we wanted to, uh, we wanted to find projects we could make a big bam with. And we contacted uh, Iron Man and said, "Hey, look, uh, you've got you've got arguably one of the greatest sporting events on the planet, but it gets no coverage. There's nothing. A, a month, six weeks later, NBC comes out with a thing and says we did this thing in Kona six weeks ago. How cool is this? And it's for an hour, but people just don't have any idea what's going on. So what if, what if we lit you up on the course and and you could have a live show online?" Uh, and, and, and they took it and we went out there. And so there I was race morning, my feet in the water, uh, right off, the, right, right at the swim start. And the cannon goes off next to me. I've got an NBC camera over my shoulder. The guy, the cameraman over my shoulder. So you're sitting there on the pier. Oh my gosh. In Kona. In Kona. For the swim start. Right. I've, I've got a, I've got wow. a press pass. So I've got all access. That was amazing. I've got the NBC guy over my shoulder. Boom. They hit it. And it, the salmon run starts. And at that, <laughs> in that instant, I thought, oh, I got to do this. I, I, the endorphins kicked to a level that I had never felt before. And that was like 2003? 2004. Four? Yeah, okay. 2004. 2004. So that's yeah. my, yeah, yeah. so that's, yeah. so I come home and I get with my buddies and I say, someday, man, someday, someday I'm going to do this. Someday took a while and it took a while and I kept running marathons. And finally, this buddy here next to me came up um, uh, with, he said, I want to, I want to do a tri race and we're going to do it in our neighborhood and we'll go to the pool that we swim at and we'll use the parking lot for transition. We'll get on the bike and we'll do a 5k ride and then we'll come around we'll do a three or a 5k what do we do a 10 mile was, ride and a 5k it was a 16 mile ride okay it was a four mile loop so four four times around the four mile loop yeah 
Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, all I was trying to do was grind because I and, and I, really all I thought about was that swim start with the NBC camera and how I felt. And we got in the water and I went out as hard as I could. I got on the bike. No wonder I only thought it was a 5K because I think I was a little bleary getting on the bike. 16 miles. I can do six. I had, I, I think I borrowed a road bike from somebody. I was in. Huh. Uh, uh, I, I just I just looked. I had I had my I had my swim shorts on i put my bike shorts over them to get out of right. there as fast as i sure. could and i got off on the bike and i think i got done with two loops and thought oh man this 16 miles <laughs> you know i love right so i finished the ride and then uh we got off and did the run and i thought well i'm a marathoner i got this and i was gassed i was gassed i was taking mm. baby steps mm. the whole time got across uh, uh kirk made it a really fun i think you were giving out candy for prizes yeah. and we had uh we had this finish line. All the kids and families were out there. It felt like a big event. But so that was my first organized uh, triathlon. Well, right. it was really unorganized, but yeah, it was it was a right an I official mean, triathlon. Prizes. I think I got a pack of M and M's for yeah. my okay. For my the Tiat Walkie Tri. Yeah, we had a buddy that had a an epic epic uh, a crash on the bike. Oh my gosh, bike up in the air on the on his back. Still clipped in bikes like you just inverted him. It, it we got oh, it was epic, love it. Uh, but we had such a great day, and, and from, from it just fed me. I, I so had that, that and the Kona thing, yeah. and I just I wanted to keep doing them. So that guy, the bug got in you. Oh, big time, yeah, big time. Well, what did you? So you're coming off. I mean, yours was shoot you. You travel, you go down there. You've got your sweetheart rooting you on. What 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 did you think at the end of the race? Did you think I got to keep doing these? I, I got a, what's this Iron Man thing? Because I know the rest of the story. Yeah. So, um, you know, what happened? Well, when we were down there, um, I decided, yeah, I have to do another one because I have to beat the three hour mark. Mm. So I was, I was really hung up on that. Um, you know, so I, I was really determined to go sub three for whatever reason, you know, I'm a guy that likes to look at the watch and look at the clock and, you know, measure pace and yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I, there are people, we, there are a lot of us out there that do this sort of thing. And I, I think I have a somewhat mild to moderate case of, uh, measuring stats and keeping track of my stats. I, I think there are a lot of people that are way more into it even than I am, you know, um, if you're on training peaks or whatever, and you're using all this data collection, right, but right. no, I just, I wanted to do another one because I was determined to beat that time for one. And I knew I could because I'd spent so long in transition, right? right? It was kind of like, okay, right. now I really need to figure this yeah. out. Um, so I ended up getting contact lenses mm. so I didn't have to fiddle around with glasses, yeah. you know, Smart. on the bike and run. Uh, and, and my, my parents got a pair of, uh, cycling shoes for me. Wow. Try, try shoes. Everybody's into this. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, and I was riding a road bike with aero bars slapped on it. I still ride that same bike today. So the bike I'm on is, a, it's a good 20 some years old. It's... <laughs> And you know how you'll see this bike in a race? If you're at an Ironman race, you'll see him passing you. <laughs> well, there was there that was there was a day when that used to happen. But um, anyway, yeah. So I just thought I, I remember going to the second race. It was the Mountain Man Triathlon in July up in Flagstaff, and there was a guy uh, in that race wearing a jacket that said Ironman Finisher. Hmm. 
And what happened? I looked at that guy like I, I'm not even worthy to come within 10 feet huh. of that guy. Huh. I just, um, that is unbelievable that I am in the presence of somebody who has finished an Ironman. I know it's ridiculous, but I was, I was pretty much in awe. I just figured yeah. that's impossible. How could you do all of that in one day? Yeah, It's impossible. There's no way. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know, so I, I did that mountain man did, and I don't think that was an Olympic. There was an Olympic distance later, did hit the goal it, it, later that fall. So I was really excited about that. And then later that year, word comes out, this is late 2004, word comes out, we're opening oh, a race oh, in yeah. Arizona. We're meaning? Ironman, oh, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, and it was in April. Next April. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, this is my chance. Here it is. Here's, here's my chance to do the impossible right here in my own backyard. Uh, but I didn't sign up. It was, you know, $325, which by today's standards oh, is really cheap bargain. for an yeah. Ironman. <laughs> right? So, bargain. but I just thought I can't spend $325 to sign up for a race. So I didn't sign up. Oh. And then I see an article in the paper that said, Ironman Arizona sold out. Oh. And I thought, oh no, 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 no. And so in my mind, the next couple of days, I started crafting this email that I was going to write to World Triathlon Corporation, to Ironman, and say, look, I used to weigh almost 300 pounds. I've worked and I'm down to, you know, 190 now. And I've, this, is, this is a dream that I've had ever since I heard about Dave Scott and Mark Allen battling it out in Kona and please, please, just one more spot. Mm. Just let me in, please. Yeah. I'm a local guy. Yeah. So I had this email all figured out in my head. Damn. And a couple days later, I see another article in the paper, Ironman Arizona opening 50 more slots. Bam. How long did it take you? Two minutes. Yeah. I, I grabbed my wallet and I was on the computer and I <laughs> signed up for my spot. And then, then reality sets in. Oh, oh my gosh. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> this could be my last day on this planet next April. Uh, it's going to be the death of me. I don't know how I'm going to do this. What did you take from the first trade? What did you take from that Rocky Point triathlon into, into knowing that you've, you're going to be in an Ironman start in, in April? What did you take from, what did you, because a lot of us are in that same situation, right? We start in triathlon, we grab a race we think we can do, and then we end up we end up signing up for a full, for an Ironman full and think, oh, okay. So what did you, what did you take from that? What'd you learn? Well, I thought oh, just it's, first of all, as impossible as it seems and as it seems to me, it is in the end possible. Yeah. Okay. So it is humanly possible to do this. What do I need to be able to do yeah. to, to be able to complete this? So I've got to be able to swim 2.4 miles. So I got to be able to, I've got to hit, I got to do a 4,000 meter workout. Okay. So that became kind of the objective with the swim to build up right. the distance over time, you know, and eventually there, there was a swim I did. It was a 4,000, it was 4,000 yards, not meters, but so it was a 4,000 in the pool and I came in right at one hour. Mm. So I thought, okay, that's strong. That's really strong. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's for were me, you, that was a really like good were, workout. Do you feel gassed when you got done with it? Kind of. I mean, yeah. I, I swam pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, cause I had to maintain a 130, 100, which I know for you real swimmers out there is like, you could sneeze Listen, at that. But this is your first, that's laughable. If, you, if this was your first full and you think you've got a one hour target, 
Well, I was you thinking, know, I knew it would be a little more than that. So yeah. I figured, okay, an hour and change, whatever, right. an hour 10, hour 15, you okay. know, whatever it's going to take because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not pushing off walls. Right. And, you know, obviously you're a little faster in the pool. So, uh, and then obviously I have to be able to do a hundred mile bike ride. Mm. So I, I thought I need help. I need help. I'm joining me. I'm going to join a tri club. Mm. So I joined Phoenix Tri Club. Right. What a difference that made. That wow. was huge because every Saturday it was a long group ride. Right. Oh, that was amazing. And did you, did you, could you bounce ideas off other guys? Absolutely. You You're riding questions. shoulder to shoulder with yeah. guys who have, who have done it. Right. Uh, guys that are training for it. Yeah. Uh, the camaraderie, the encouragement was, was everything. Mm. I mean, it, you know, I really made it a point and enjoyed going out on these group rides. Yeah. Nobody ever got dropped. No one was ever left behind. Yeah, uh, it was just a great group of people. Confidence, to, confidence building. With my every first ride. first hundred miler was a group ride. Wow, with Phoenix Tri Club. Yeah, you know, and then there were events that they did, and all, and and guys in the club and girls. You know, we there were other events, and we'd be like, yeah. okay, you're gonna go do this one. Yeah, sure. So right. we'd all show up in our jerseys, and I mean, there's yeah. there's a great benefit to being in a, a tri club. So between that and then one of the guys that I met uh, in the tri club had just started coaching huh. and uh his real job was teaching fighter pilots to fly f-16s Sheesh. yeah way cool guy i mean this guy's like tom cruise the triathlete version mm. he had done kona uh That's yeah what i want people to think about me <laughs> <laughs> you're the triathlete tom when you cruise. look at me when you look at me do totally. you think tom cruise i'm thinking maverick all the way version. You are Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. You are Iron Man Maverick. Okay. Awesome. Iron Maverick. Uh, oh, bam. We it's got a, a new okay. moniker. All right, there's a new URL. Iron Maverick. <laughs> yeah, so um, my coach uh, put together a plan. I was swimming with the Masters wow. three times a week. Right. Masters group. I was in the slow lane. Um, but, you know. But you were there. The day came, and uh, it was it was a magical day. Yeah, that that's going to have to be a topic. Yeah, that'll uh, be another one. Well, that's well, let me ask episode. you though. I mean, as you as you as you were making your way towards April, thinking about Rocky Point, you've got that in your back pocket. You did. Uh, you went up north. Yep. You did a sub three. You've got that in your back pocket. Now you and you signed up. You've got you've got Ironman Arizona on your radar. You know it's coming. You know the day is coming. So there's some anxiousness and pushing you towards workouts every day because you don't want to. You know what it's like to be disappointed and miss, right? So that's right. not going to happen again. So right. Is your confidence building with every ride, with every yeah. swim, with oh, yeah. every workout? Sure. Are you feeling sure. what was I had done a couple of marathons. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. key. Oh, I man. think I think if you're going to do an Ironman, if you're if you're thinking about doing the full 140.6, it, it's it's a great idea. It would really behoove you if you haven't to do a marathon, sign yeah. up for a marathon, yeah. or and just say it. yeah yeah and finish it because then you know I have gone this distance. Right. I can do this distance. Now, yeah. granted, it's not after a long swim and bike. But at least you know what 26 right. miles feels like on your feet. Were you feeling like, at what point did you feel like, I can do this? Was there, a, was there something, was there a bridge you crossed? Was there a line you crossed? And you thought, I think I can pull this off. Probably at about mile 20 of the bike <laughs> that day. I don't know. I don't know. Was, was there for you before your first Ironman? Well, I mean, for me, 
For me, I did a bunch of 70.3s. For me, I looked at when you I was watching do Kirk do full first. after full after full after full, and I was the guy doing marathons thinking, man, I'm not someday, guys. Someday I'm going to sign up for... And I finally signed up for 70.3, and when I did my first 70.3, and it was a tough... It was St. George. Whew, that man. is a different 70.3. Oh, man, 70. that's a 3. beast of a... Uh, yeah. The ride is a beast, and that run is a beast. Yeah. Uh, but I got done with that, and I had Kirk in my ears saying, hey, listen, if you can do this... If you can do, you can do a full, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it, and it, another 70.3 and another 70.3. And I think I did, I think I did eight or nine 70.3s before I signed up for my first full Ironman. And even then, man, standing in that swim queue, uh, you know, I I don't know if I, I think it may be about halfway in the marathon. I thought, okay, I think I can finish. (laughs) Right. I'm going to finish. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think this is, I, as all of us jump into wanting to get into triathlon and doing our first race, uh, we all, and then wanting to do another race and another race, what would you say is a, what is a, what, what's something we could expect to learn or, or, or give it, give me a, give me a, a big takeaway from your first race. Wow. A big you know? takeaway from the, well, okay. For me, really the, the biggest takeaway, um, maybe I'm going to have to go with two things, I guess. First of all, it was just that um, it is possible. The The Ironman motto, if we can if we can plug them, uh, and, and I got no problem plugging them because it, it, it's been a big part of my life, obviously. Um, the, I love the motto. It is anything is possible. There There is something to me that is... Um, divine about that. I think that that's a, that's a true, correct, uh, principle, uh, gospel centered principle, if you will. Um, it, there's something divine about that, that anything is possible and, um, you work and prepare. Now it's possible that anything could happen too. Right. You know, sometimes things happen, but it, for me, it was just an, an unbelievable day. Number one, number two, it, it, you can't do it alone. Mm. And for me, it was first and foremost, my wife being so patient with all of the training and so tolerant. I can't tell you how many Saturdays I was gone all morning until 11 or noon. Um, you know, it, it, she was very, very patient and very tolerant. And so you, it takes, if you're married, you're, you've got to have some buy-in. From your spouse, right. because the the training for a, for a something like that is can be pretty time consuming. Right. Right. Um, but and it was our kids, mm. and uh, we had friends there at the finish line. Yeah. Parents. Right. Grandparents. Yeah. You know. It, um, Everybody was all in on this. It was it was pretty it was pretty magical. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. I'll tell you, for me. Having I, I'd had that Kona experience in my back pocket, and when we did that first triathlon uh, here in Desert Ridge in Arizona, and I came across the line, <laughs> all I thought about I thought about Mike Riley calling mm. my name out. Mm. That's all I could think about, and it pushed me. It pushed me into uh, man. It pushed me into signing up for the next one, and for the next one, and finally into the full and. Uh, you, when you talk about Iron Man being magical, I think I listened to Bob. And Babbitt. we are still waiting for Mike <laughs> Riley to call you across the finish line. No, he took a bathroom break on my first one and said the uh, other guy called it. 
Yeah, I saw him at Ironman Arizona, and I and I should have asked him because I listened to an interview with him, and he said, "Hey, listen, if I took a bathroom break, and you because he won't say it outside of yeah, he won't say it outside of the finish line. You can't get him mm-hmm. to hey, what's that line you say? He won't say it, right? right. He regards that as sacred and special. Yes. But he said, "Hey, listen, if if I take a bathroom break and I'm not there when you cross the line, call me, and I'll and I'll tell it to you over the phone." I was like, "Oh, you're on. I'm doing it." And so that's coming up. I should. I should. We're gonna call this. him from the show. <laughs> oh, that's such a great idea. I call him that. and say we we're gonna need you right? to do this for us right? on the oh, podcast man. on the man, show. Oh, man. And he's on such Facebook a Live. genuinely good guy. Oh my gosh, can you imagine what a thrill that would Holy be? Holy smokes, that, Steve, that would make. Him Dude. not being there at oh, your man. at your finish, that would definitely make up for that. Yeah. Wouldn't well, it? It, oh yeah. my well, gosh. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. great to finish, right? But for me, so we need all of all, everybody. We need all <laughs> the fans and listeners and supporters out there. Every everybody that's that's all a part of the multi sport mojo and try hard training and uh, try hard coaching and and try gear guru. dot com. Radio dot live. Uh, yeah, we 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 need you all to to get on get on our petition. <laughs> so that we can get Mike Riley on the air uh, to great. call Steve Harper across the finish Well, line. it wouldn't be such a big deal if, if I think triathletes and Ironman triathletes didn't revere that moment, right? And you, oh, I, totally. I listened to a Bob Babbitt, uh, to Bob Babbitt, who really is one of the great, great, what a gentleman and what a hardworking guy that's helped build a sport of triathlon. And he talked about the sport as magical, as a, as a gift, as this inspiring thing. I think it's, this is triathlon because of the moment of finishing, because of all of the work that you put in, because of the, your family that, is, that uh, takes all of that effort to support you and is there at the finish. Uh, it beca- that moment of coming across the line just is so motivating and so inspiring. I stay up late on, uh, on Kona every year. I open up, I watch the broadcast and I wait to watch the last person come across. And to me, I remember two people. I remember the... I remember the two, uh, the male and and uh, and uh, the the guys and girls finishers, the champions, right? And I remember that I want to see that last person come in because it's that last hour and that last person is what this for me is what this is all about. I'm never gonna win. I'm never. I'm I'm never gonna win my age group, right? But I'm but I'm gonna finish, and that uh, that feeling inspires me that I can be a part of that community, a community of of inspiring people. The only hope I've got of winning an age group is if I outlive them. <laughs> right, isn't that Bob Babbitt's motto? I'll be 94, right? 95. Right. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, as we bring this up to a, as we close this up, um, I just want to ask you, you know, we, 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 want, we want to answer questions uh, from you. And so if you go to Multisport Mojo on our Facebook page, and you ask those questions, what we'll do is we want to answer those questions back in the back. Hey, listen, we're here for you. We, we're all about age groupers and, and about trying to build a community where we can listen to one another and help one another, right? And so we want to have that uh, format. So let me, I'm just going to bounce one question to you, Kirk. And I heard this, uh, uh, they shot that when I was at Aaron, Ironman Arizona, they shot this out to the panel. Uh, regular gels or caffeinated gels? What do you think about that? Whatever they have on the course. <laughs> Are you? Is that what you do? Do you train with something and then use that in the race? Or I you... don't. I don't use the mocha gels. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I take the gels that they hand out on the course and yeah. then I use them for training runs later. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you take the extras home. That's right. Yeah. But you use the. See, I I like bring my own. 
I'll train with something specific, and then I'll bring, if it's a marathon or a try, my special needs bag, which will be another super fun conversation. I, I like to have my gels, ones that I know work. Uh, so I listened to a coach say, and I thought this was really good. I'd never thought about this. One of the coaches, the answer at the pro panel or the coaches panel said, uh, you know, I like to, I like caffeinated gels, but I like to use a regular gel, then a caffeinated gel, then a regular gel, then a caffeinated gel. I don't like to keep it up too high because I get, I'll get gassed. And well, that was pretty good. Cool. Hey, anything else? What's on next week? You know, uh, next week. What are we week, talking about next week? I don't know. Next week, uh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about next week? Special needs bags. Well, let's talk about no, special needs. <laughs> then we can talk about first first Iron Man. We can talk about that experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, let's talk about your detail. first full. So, um, so if you're out there listening and you've got questions, you maybe you have an Iron Man coming up. Maybe you're training for something over the winter. You know, maybe you're looking at uh, an, an early race next season, or you're just starting to get your foundation right now, your foundation miles. You know, some of the quote junk miles, as we might say, and you're just you know grinding it out staying on the treadmill a lot of you you know <laughs> a lot of people have to train inside this time of year so you're on a treadmill you're on a spin bike you're uh you're in the pool anyway let us know what you're uh what you're going through and and what's on your mind if you're especially if you're getting ready for a first full we'll we'll talk about that next week yeah, yeah we certainly want I, I mean i think we've got a lot of things we want to talk about i get a lot of content uh and feedback on uh tri gear guru uh and uh but but we, w we want to make this a conversation. We want to talk about the things that you're interested in talking about. So put it out there. Hey, listen, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Uh, Kirk and I, uh, I, this is number one. Number one is in the books. You don't have that many times when you have a first. So number one. It's now check. history. Hey, remember to like us on our Facebook page at Multisport Mojo, where you can weigh in and ask questions, and we'll answer them in an upcoming podcast. Follow us on Twitter at hashtag Multisport Mojo. And go to trygearguru.com for more content and insights and great prices on everything triathlon. A lot of recommendations. I want to thank our sponsors, Try Hard Triathlon Coaching. You can contact them at their Facebook page at Try Hard Coaching. That's T-R-I-A-Z-Radio.Live, your home for independent music artists. Discover them here and promote the betterment of your community. And a big thank you to Big Mike's Recording Studio. I get all the big mics uh, and record, record at a price that fits your startup budget. This is the Multisport Mojo podcast. Age group gurus doing all the homework and gathering the insights, answering the questions to make us all faster, fitter, fitter and fresher in triathlon training and on race day. We're here to get you from start to finish. All right, let's talk about uh, training plans and, and uh, coming out of our first triathlon next time. I want to thank everybody. Thank you, Kirk. From start to finish, and that would be the finish. Bam. Because tomorrow